Hey guys, uh, sorry I'm running a little bit late. I just gotta finish something up real quick. I'll be on in just... What the... And I kind of think if there was going to be a movie based off of you and your life, I think Owen Wilson would play you. You think Owen Wilson would play me? I, I kind of do. He looks he like you. The look. Hmm. Get the hair. He just needs to be talking about the eye. Oh wow, wow. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's some CG that could go behind that, you know. Like, Fair enough. Just have it look off a little bit every now and then. It's like the most advanced CG. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine that. Okay, so in my mind, I'm picturing that, but I'm also picturing like like a, a YouTube video made by like a 13 year old where it's like really badly photoshopped and just like <laughs> mirrored the image. It's just like floating on top of the eye. That or if we don't want to edit the eye, we get Bill Skarsgård to play. Ah, uh, true, true. <laughs> Skarsgård. <laughs> I wonder what to say. Could he pull it off though? Could he pull off the the complex intricacies he, of my? Nope, I can't. Uh... What? Can he pull off the Silcox? I was gonna shorten that, but it, it would not have been good. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh boy. Alrighty. Um. On that note, <laughs> welcome oh, hey. everyone. Hey everyone, how you doing? Oh, I didn't notice you there. You yeah. might you might be wondering oh. how I got here. Yeah. Funny story. And all started about three days ago. <laughs> Sorry for the jarring record scratch. Um, so today's a bit of a weird episode. Um, yeah. We're all a little tired. A little bit. Yeah. It's a bit of a, a flashback episode because we went to record today and our friend Alex just isn't here. He was texting us like right up until we started to record. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he hasn't replied since, and it's been like three hours, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, you gotta get me out of my, here. My my idea. Ethan, I think he just got hungry. Anybody? He just got hungry and he, he yeah went and grabbed some food. Honestly, yeah, I wouldn't have blamed him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But not 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 to call him out or anything. But yeah, no, I mean you're uh, not you when you're hungry. Yeah, exactly, exactly. No, no. Snickers may or may not be needed. Um, so yeah, you're not, not sponsored by Snickers, but hey, no. Snickers, <laughs> if you want to, if you feel like up. it. I um, mean, Snickers is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah. So that's why he's not here today. We really needed to get this episode out and ready. Yeah. Um, so the show must go on, as they say. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so we're just going to do another uh, throwback to our free trial. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It feels like so long ago that know, we right? all gathered in one room. One God, very small. Like, gather in one room, like all like cramped together. Uh-huh. <laughs> yup. That was, those were the days. Couldn't move without shaking the, the, the like lawn table I had Stuffed yeah. in my room. Oh. 
It's so, so hard for me to not be like bouncing my like constantly while we're doing that. Yeah, I, I remember because I remember one time I like put my hand over your leg. It was like one of the rudest things that I've done. <laughs> but it was, like, you were bouncing your leg and it was like shaking all the microphones. I'm like, there's a story being told. <laughs> like, like the the worst part is that like I just didn't realize it was happening either. <laughs> so it sounds to me just like Dylan just put put his hand on your thigh, Ethan. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he did. Yeah, I was. How did um, that make you feel? Honestly, a little funny, but I kind of liked it. <laughs> oh my okay. god! It's good that, that we're feeling funny uh, during this podcast. I think that's what it's about. Uh-huh, comedy. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Anyway, so welcome everyone. D- did we did we do our introductions? I don't, I don't know. think I'm we did. No, we, we haven't okay. stopped halfway through. Um, I'm Dylan. <laughs> I'm Sam. And I'm Ethan. And this is this will take an hour. Um, uh, as I said previously, we were missing our wonderful, lovely co-host uh, Alex Mahar, but I'm sure he'll be back. Yeah. Oh boy! Speaking of hungry, looking over here at the talk dog. Ah uh, yes, praise the talk dog. Uh, praise the talk dog. Praise the talk dog. Um, can't forget. I, I see something going on here. Uh, it says, "Are we good cooks?" Oh, now, I'd like to imagine I am. I w- we've discussed this a few times, but not like not recently. Extent, yeah, or recently. We talked about eggs, I think. Yeah, at one about point. Eggs. I don't know. I've been going back and listening to a few episodes. Uh, did I ask you guys if you think that uh, PB and J counts as a breakfast food? Because I do. I wholesale do. You do. See, I do. I pretty much solely eat PB and J's at like three in the morning when what? I have nothing else to do. <laughs> I'll be honest, I don't think I've had a PB and J in like years. Yeah, so um, I got on it from uh, wrestling. It's a really good like snack to just like get your energy up in the morning after you weigh in. Uh, but now it just works more as a breakfast food to me because it's like it's like peanut butter toast. Or mm-hmm. jelly toast, but you don't cook it. I think yeah. it works as a breakfast food. Sure, I see that. There's like, there's anything works as a breakfast, breakfast yeah. food. Like, if you eat it for breakfast. That's like, a good point. Mm-hmm. You could eat spaghetti for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, if you feel so inclined to. Um, I mean, burritos could be, it can be a breakfast food. The best way to make a PB&J, uh, it does require a bit of cooking. Quote unquote. Oh. Um, my little brother taught me this. Shout out to Andy. I don't think I have to censor that. Um, but it's gonna be funny if you do end up censoring that. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to me. I, 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 I go over on now Everybody knows where you live. I, I, I go to my room and ask him. He's like, no, I don't want to be attached to that. But <laughs> Ew, your podcast? <laughs> you, you take two pieces of toast. Or two pieces of bread, mm-hmm. and you put them like side by side in the same slot of the mm-hmm. toaster, and so it only crisps up the outsides and the insides soft. And then you put huh. the peanut butter and the jelly on the toasted side, and you put those together, and so you have the soft outside and the very thin, crunchy layer in the middle. Okay. I, I I see your way of doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, I raise you, uh, I have a toaster with a bagel setting. 
Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> so just bagels. Yeah, just bagels. Like I will like I I constantly use because it, it is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. that sounds like some a little yeah, bit of like. like that, I mean, I get that. Like it heats up the peanut butter. Yeah, that's the best like, part. My, num- my number one complaint about peanut butter is it's just like too goopy and peanut buttery. You know, uh, like it's it's not like it gets stuck everywhere, and I just like it's just a pain to eat. Melty peanut butter is one. of the- the greatest inventions of melted peanut butter is one of the greatest things, but it yeah. smells horrible. Really, you think so? I don't have a good sense of smell? So, I yeah, if you were to ever like melt some peanut butter, it mm-hmm. smells like the most strong, horrible smell ever. I think it tastes amazing, but it smells kind of nasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I, I, uh, what was gonna say, as you're PBG, and I raise you guys peanut butter and Nutella. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like eating a Reese's peanut butter cup in a sandwich. That's very... <laughs> mm. I will have to admit, I have not eaten Nutella in probably, like... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no reason for time. it. I just haven't. I've only had Nutella once, and that was, um, what, like, four or five years ago. And my parents, for my birthday, got me just... A jar of Nutella because I kept saying I never had it and I wanted it. <laughs> that was your birthday present. I need, <laughs> I need it. no. Um, so yeah, they got me a jar of Nutella. I went out and got myself like a plastic spoon and I just like inhaled. Wait, that you didn't Nutella. have one at your house? Huh? You didn't have one at your house? What? A spoon? Plastic spoon. Oh, no, I went out of my room. <laughs> oh okay okay yeah. okay so i'm imagining you got in your car drove to like shaw's or something mm-hmm. and picked up a singular plastic spoon that that that's uh that's the theory that i'm i'm running with now that's how i'll tell the story is All right, I nice. left. you were just that dedicated they, they they got me the nutella but no utensil to consume the nutella with that, that was your trial to, yeah to, to see your, to see if you were worthy of eating the nutella if i was worthy of the nutella um, that was the only time I've had Nutella. It was delicious, but I just never got it again. So <laughs> I don't even really remember what it tastes like. It's like it's like nuts and chocolate, right? Yeah, it's hazelnut. And, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Nutella would be a good food for a game of like uh, Helping Hands. Ah, uh, yeah, dude. Helping Hands is it, it's such a weird improv game because there's always that crutch of Hey, I'm throwing food, um, so it's going to be funny. Uh, but like, yeah, but you're still supposed it's, to it's, try to make a scene. It's out like of it. mm-hmm. it's it's going to like the same sense of humor that slapstick does. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like it's like people be like, oh, it's a slapstick. There's people punching each other. There is an art to it. It's just much harder to like concisely do, con- like, con- like, uh, like consistently that's why like like old slapstick bits are really funny because people knew exactly what to do they were masters of it yeah it's like it's like being really good at making like buttered toast like Mm -hmm. it's not fancy but if you do it really well there isn't much better than it that's true slapstick is the buttered toast of uh of comedy yeah Mm -hmm. ethan Mm -hmm. king 2020 (laughs) <laughs> I will stand by that till the day I die. <laughs> oh, um, I mean, I guess yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I like that. 
it's super interesting thing because like when I was younger and um didn't really like critically think about comedy i I never like fully enjoy really enjoyed much uh slipes slapstick um slapstick and slip slapstick it's the uh, it's the german variation of slapstick i never really enjoyed me no slapstick um but <laughs> yeah um of course i like like tom and jerry when i was young young but yeah um three stooges oh the three stooges yeah my one, one of my biggest examples when it comes to like good slapstick is always ed and eddie Ooh. mm-hmm yeah. Now, I there are a lot of shows that I wasn't allowed to watch when I was a kid. When it comes to stuff like that, like I wasn't allowed to watch Ed and Eddie. Really? Yeah. Really? My, my parents just thought it was creepy and weird, and said that I was. I get to watch that. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, uh, mine for me was uh, Total Drama Island. I couldn't watch yeah. that one. I couldn't watch that I, one either. I could just watch whatever I wanted. <laughs> Like, you were exposed there's, there's, to the sins of Total Drama Island. There were there were like things that like oh, no. like my parents would prefer I not watch like South Park, but like I yeah, still yep. did. Um, oh, you I, monster! I was allowed to watch The Simpsons before I was allowed to watch Courage the Cowardly Dog. So uh, that's okay, that's to be understandable. They're afraid of some like cursed episodes of Courage the Courage the Cowardly Dog, but it yeah. was oh, yeah. one of my favorite TV shows of all time. I mean, I still watched it. I just wasn't allowed to watch it. Oh, you spooky man. Yeah. your mom listen to this podcast? Yeah, my mom listens to this podcast. Oh, no. Mom, Uh I'm sorry. She's going to know you watched Courage. I watched Courage, the Cowardly Dog. Uh, Was it Flan? Flan. Uh, (laughs) That was an episode, right? Flan. Return the slab. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that one. Um, Remember that episode of like Curse of Cowardly Dog where his parents get shot up into space? I actually don't. What? No, I don't think I yeah, it's like Curse's like um uh like backstory, like his origin story, mm-hmm. where his parents get like uh put into a um um a, a a rocket ship, and they get shot off into space, and he's left alone, and that's where Muriel finds him on the streets Aww. and takes him in. Aww. Were they used in like oh. space, like rocket experiments or something? No, it was like this, like crazy evil vet, like veterinarian, took them and just shot them into space against their will. Oh no, that yeah. that's really sad. Have, yeah. have you guys heard the theory of courage where um, their house, which like, so in courage, whenever you see like the house no. that courage lives in. Whenever you see like a, a sweeping shot, it's complete nothingness, and it's like a, a desert. Yeah, that's right. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, they they live in the middle of nowhere. Um, is, it, is this some type literally. of like like fan theory about purgatory? No, 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 no. Um, that's what I thought you were going with. Was it the the show is from the point of courage? So what courage just doesn't leave his house that much. Or something like that. I'm butchering the theory, but I like, mean, but he does leave the house sometimes, and there's just nothing there. Sometimes, and but, that would explain why everything's kind of weirdly like freaky and scary because like he doesn't really know, you know, yeah. that, like the the salesman but, that comes to the door isn't like a murderer or whatever. Exactly, it's all from the point of courage. So he just like doesn't know that all of this is out there. 
Which and is why, like, Nuriel and Eustace, like, never react as, like, severely as he does the things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's actually That's not pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, that, that's, like, one of the reigning theories I know. There, there are a lot of, like, old fan theories about shows and stuff. Um, I know there was the one, um, the one about Rugrats is pretty spooky. Oh, I don't remember yeah. all the, I don't remember all the details, but it was, like... What's the girl's name? Angelica? Yeah, Angelica. Yeah, it was like from her uh, perspective and like none of the babies are real, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that. The only one I remember is that um, the twins uh, were a miscarriage and that's why one's a boy and one's a girl, but they look identical because Angelica didn't know if it was going to be a boy or a girl. That's the only one I remember. Yeah, yeah. This is getting into like some MatPat like game theory type things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, can um, I just like, can I just give me a moment to like realize the fact that MatPat is still making videos on FNAF? He is. Is he really? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, are FNAF games still coming out? Even. Yep. Are they? I thought they and, stopped. And, and the books. And the books. Oh my god! I, remember <laughs> I the forgot book about came out. Dude, um. Man, our wait, high wait, wait, when is the Five Nights at Freddy's, Nights at Freddy's version of Blocks of Lust going to come out? That's, that's what I want to know. <laughs> oh, you will find no shortage on the internet. Yeah. No, I, I, I know, and it terrifies me. <laughs> I didn't know our school library had it. Yeah, it had um, Silver Eyes. No way. It might have been uh, one they what? were like giving out, um, but uh, a couple years ago, our high school library, I remember seeing it. Silver Eyes is the five nights, five nights at Freddy's book. No, not no, Blocks of not Lust. Lust. One of the FNAF books. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's crazy. I remember when it came out. and I'm going to be honest. I was one of those people that like enjoyed the Five Nights at Freddy's Oh, I did series. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. did too. You know, the, the problem is it just kind of devolved kind of quickly. Like yeah. the game, like okay, the games didn't because the games kept like always kept coming with like new things. It was like each game was like really different, and that um, was cool. the The problem really came from the story kind of just evolving over time. Yeah, I don't. Uh, what's the guy's name? Scott Cawthon. Yeah. Um, yeah, Scott Cawthon. I don't Scott, think he really. Listening. I don't think he really <laughs> had a good grip on how to like keep evolving the story in a way that's like surprising but like makes sense. Well, I mean, well, like, yeah, he, I mean, like, to be fair, I don't think he ever intended for his game to blow up like it did. Yeah, he, he definitely did not. I remember him, like, making posts and stuff about it. Um, yeah. But, like... To be, to be fair, he he handled his game blowing up way better than Yandere Dev did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the Back guy made it... Oh, Markiplier used to play it. Um, this mm-hmm. is going to be a reverse word. He's just complete sad. Um, yeah, he is. <laughs> I agree. Um, like there, there are a lot of sketchy stuff that goes on with him. We probably won't go into detail about it, but um, if if you guys know the game, uh, was it Yandere Sim- Simulator, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah it, that that's the one where it, like it's it's like a a dating sim with anime girls, but then it turns out to be a spooky, freaky thing. Yeah, um, something like that. Kind of. Well, it, it's not it's not a dating sim. You play. As I forget the character's name, reasoning character all. You're a yandere, which means for those who aren't weeds oh. like me, that you love your senpai and you would kill to make sure nobody else has him but you. Um, and so basically, that's mm-hmm. your uh, thing is you're trying you're trying to get uh basically everyone to back off your senpai 
but no. you have to do it without your senpai noticing because if your senpai notices, he won't like you. And if anyone else notices, like the more like there are some like legitimately cool aspects yeah. of it, like the way like the atmosphere changes as you kill more people. But at the same point, like it's just like the problem isn't necessarily the game, but just the person making it. We just yeah, can't uh, take criticism. I was actually time. thinking of uh, Doki Doki. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, oh yeah, Doki yeah. Doki is good. Because mm. I'm looking at Matt Pat's uh, channel right now, and he's got he's got a picture of the girl in his thing. Monica? Uh, the one with red hair. I'd also like to point out. Matt Pat posted a FNAF video 20 hours ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course. Good, good, good. He's not, okay. if not consistent. Question. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Answer. Like, let's go five years ago. What was your guys' favorite YouTube channel? Oh, five man. years ago? Yeah, we have, to, we have to think back five years ago. Not right Christ, now. We can do right now afterwards. Wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait. That's... What? Five years ago is 2015. 2015, my bad. Oh, man. <laughs> It's good. It's 2020. I know we all want to forget, but it's 2020. <laughs> we all, we, we all um, want to go back before 2016. It's fine. It's that's when everything started going downhill. <laughs> it all started with Harambe. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> we need to, like, go back in time, like, Terminator style and, like, prevent the death of Harambe. And that'll set everything right. You mm-hmm. know, if Harambe didn't die, there wouldn't be any virus. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, um, five years ago, favorite YouTube channel. I don't know. I liked Rhett and Link, and like the oh, yeah. morning. They're good. They're they're still good. I know you guys definitely won't know off the top of your heads. Um, I really liked Christopher Odd. Christopher Odd. He what plays a bunch of very story based games, and basically he just like takes all of his time just reading every like little piece of paper and lore inside the game. Huh. Oh, like, I'm looking, like, oh, he, he does, does very like, thorough. Up. I just enjoy it. That's like, super he, did, he did like Soma and stuff like that. And um, he did uh, Deus Ex. Uh, man, uh, was it um, Human Evolution or whatever, whatever the newest one is? Yeah, the one that There's I some... bought on a Steam sale just to realize my computer has like missing like 0.5 gigs of RAM to like let it run because the game just like oh. won't let you open it if you don't have like the minimal requirements. No. Like literally, it will seek what your require like what your system is, and then just not let you open the game. Like I'll run the game with a little lag. Oh. I don't care. So if it's not perfect, it's not a lag. If it's, if it's not minimal requirements, it just doesn't mean let you like open the game. Like I open it up and it's like, uh, you don't have the you don't match the requirements, and it's like, <laughs> really? Why? <laughs> I'm looking at his channel, like. I really like videos like this because um, especially that like deep dive into lore because one, I know whenever I play a game, I generally just like go through the main story, do like Mm -hmm. two or three side quests and finish the game. Yeah. Like, um, like with Skyrim. I I have the exact opposite problem. (laughs) I will start doing side quests and then never stop. Yeah. It's it's only one or the two. I either like go straight through the game or just completely do side quests and never do the main story. I used to be like you, Dylan. Um, mm-hmm. That was how I got through us. Uh, uh, then you took an Skyrim. arrow to the name. Yeah. 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 Hey, exactly. There we go. But <laughs> um, yeah, Sky- Skyrim's a game. It, it's lately it's been really <laughs> Skyrim's hard. Skyrim's a game. Yeah, Skyrim's a game. Uh, <laughs> lately, it's been really hard for me to play like story based games. Like heavily story based um, games. 
because whenever I'm playing a game, I'm doing something else. I'm either like, I'm normally like watching a stream or listening to a podcast or audiobook or something. Um, this episode of Stop Taking No, it's not. Um, but no. <laughs> don't use Audible. Refuse to use Audible until they give us a sponsorship. Uh, all right, oh, no. so lose like 10 viewers. <laughs> That's like all of our viewers. Hey, no, we're good. We're good. Uh, <laughs> how many viewers do we have? Uh, well, we have like <laughs> we have like three, including us. What? <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> what? That means uh, one of us isn't listening. It, 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 that's a bit from um, Citation Needed when they were doing a thing. They made some joke about becoming a really big podcast, and then like having to like, like then they'd be like, "Okay, we're taking a we're taking a break, but we'll definitely back be back. We promise." It's like, what did you do? Like the only way to kill a big podcast is to just say you're taking a break. <laughs> um, oh. And um, you know, one of the things is like, so what are our viewerships now? There's, there's like there's like five of them in the podcast, and like, well, four, including us. Wait, what? And then one of them goes, "There's just too much laughing." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, anyway, um, yes, story-based games. Yeah, story-based stuff. games. Um, like there's so many that I want to play, but I, I just I can't because I need to be doing something else. And so like. Um, I, I look up like people upload like video game movies to oh, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, where it's like all the cutscenes and like important information. And oh, you'll watch cutscene videos instead of playing the game. Well, just just to get the story. If I'm like really interested in the story, like um, in my defense, I have a Mac, so I can't play half the games I want to play. True, true. Mm. Like uh, Injustice, I really like the Injustice games, but I I, I can't like sit down and play what like 14 hours of a fighting game just just to get the story yeah i'm not a big fighter game fan but i, I used I, to I, be i used to be wholly into story games that's all i would play like um telltale games are the greatest like nostalgia game that i have because i used to play them all the time when i was young um yeah now my brother and i are actually playing through them because um i don't know they're fun um mm-hmm. But now I sort of, I have a pretty nice balance. Like sometimes I'll be able to do like a, like a Fallout 4 and like get into the story, even though that game doesn't have an incredible story. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think most people would agree with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but then I can play like Destiny and Destiny is my total like, like uh, relax and listen to music and not really focus on the game. Mm-hmm. And a I game. Played Destiny in a while. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, I've never played Destiny. I don't think I've been getting like really big into MMOs as of late. I used to be really into story games. Like, I mean, my my favorite games. Like, okay, my favorite game of all time is Ban or the Banjo Kazooie and Banjo Two. I can't separate the two of them because they're both so good. Um, mm-hmm. but um, like as far as like. Story games like I, I've always loved the Metro series. I rant about it constantly. Um, it's the only game that's ever made me go and read a book <laughs> to read the books they're based <laughs> off of. And if if people listening know how little I read, that's a big <laughs> thing. Um, but you know, it's it's really good and I love it. But like recently, I was getting really a lot more into MMOs. Like I was playing Final Fantasy for a while until uh, I updated my computer, and then my computer couldn't run it anymore because. Square Enix doesn't really care that much about Mac support. Um, and even though they say, hey, yeah, this update should work, it doesn't. And they've been saying that for, like, <laughs> years. 
Uh, um, but yeah, no. So like, I'm getting a new computer, hopefully at some point, uh, mm-hmm. so I can play it. But like, that's also brought me like not be able to play that's brought me back into like doing a lot of like War Thunder, mm-hmm. which is uh, a time if anybody listening plays it. Um, it's a it's a it's a vehicular, I guess, because you can do planes, boats, and in uh, like tanks slash planes, vehicles. trains, and automobiles. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> it's Steve Martin. You know, no, but it's like it's like a it's like a tank slash plane slash boat simulator. Slash they have helicopters now too. Uh, yeah, no, I I've, I've been enjoying that a bunch. If anybody plays either of those and like wants to add me, hit me up. <laughs> I'm down. I'm down to play with whoever, dude. MMO thing uh, to an MMO I've been playing lately is Fallout 76. Destiny's an MMO. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I guess you could. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. M- 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 a lot of games are MMOs. Like to me, like, an MMO, MMO has to be uh, open world. That's just yeah. how I feel I about it. Okay, Destiny is. Destiny is pretty open world. No, it's not. It really isn't. That one's primarily loading into activities. You don't like. Oh, there's no. The fir- are you talking about the first Destiny or the second Destiny? Um, both of them are pretty. They yeah, wanted it to be open. open areas. You load into open areas. You do, you do, but you don't often load into an open area to go to an activity. You load into an activity from orbit. Uh, fair enough. Mm. I mean, to be fair, like that's why, like, I would consider like definitely Final Fantasy fourteen to be an MMO. It's like a classic MMO, but like that's the way it is too. Like. Mm. You can like it's it's like there's open areas you can go around and like like do like in Final Fantasy they're called fates I forget what they're called it's like the little events that just happen like you have to stop the mining ships and whatever in Destiny public events that's public what events called. yes um, but like you can also just like load into doing like a raid or uh, or dungeon Sam you're saying you're saying yeah. that uh, you've been playing Fallout seventy six lately yes that, that's a very Ooh. controversial game it is. What, what are your opinions? What's, what's your hottest take? Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, I got Fallout 76 when it came out. I thought it looked um, alright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I thought the idea of, an, uh, of a multiplayer Fallout was a little bit weird. Because I don't think mm-hmm. it had done that before. They had thought about doing it before, but it never happened. Mm-hmm. And so I played it, and when it first came out, it really was just an empty shell. It was just like a world. What is a Bethesda game? Well, you see, at least with regular normal Bethesda games, mm-hmm. they they do have quests and things to do. The yeah. quest in this one really felt totally like, I don't know, dumb. And <laughs> for whatever reason, they wanted to try to make the only humans you come across in the game other players. So you didn't even interact with other people. It was just robots and like audio logs. Uh, so it was boring, but then the thing that got me to come back, they came out with an update called Wastelanders, which is, oh, all the people are coming back. Uh, there's something they're coming back for, figure out what it is, and now there's <laughs> actually people in it, and that's what got me to give it a try. Uh, and it's pretty yeah. fun. They're like, guys, there, there, there are no NPCs in MMOs. What are you talking about? That's <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> and then it, they like played an MMO, and they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, what? Wait, you're telling me it's not just all other players? You're telling me there are things to do? But are you telling me that like guy I went to like to repair my gear a million times is always there and never moves, isn't a player? We don't just have hire people to be the NPCs for them. 
Like it's like that, a full time NPC that is some, job. Like, Victorian era <laughs> level of opulence for an MMO. Like just hiring other people to be the NPCs. You don't have to <laughs> yeah. deal with NPCs. <laughs> Man, I mean, that'd be a pretty job. cool job. Just you're a character in the game. Be we're, it. We're reaching some Ready Player One levels of stuff right now. <laughs> uh-huh. Some Oasis. Type. I mean, there's also um, what is it called? Uh, bon f- uh, bon um, b o n f u r i. Uh, it's an bon anime free. about um, it's otherwise known as I don't want to get hurt, so I'll just max out my defense. Um, <laughs> oh, it's it's about it's about a, a girl who uh joins an MMO because her friend uh like plays a lot of MMOs. I, I can't remember this one part. She's like she's an esports player or something, uh, oh. but. Um, she's an e-girl. Wow. Uh, no. Um, no, but, like, they, um, are going through it, and she's playing, and she's like, oh, man, I don't want to get hurt. So she just puts all of her stats into the fence, and nothing can hurt her. (laughs) But can she do any damage? Like, not really. (laughs) All right. Like, the thing is, like, right before, like, she got it, like, right as the game started, and, like, she got a shield that basically allows you to a certain number of times, like, per day, whatever. Like, just, like, sort of, like, devour an enemy. Like, whatever hits it, it just becomes consumed and you get its power. Oh. And you can, like, unleash in one attack with a shield. That sounds um, a little bit overpowered. But that's the mm. point. But she has no. it. But they can't take it away from her. So they remove it from the game. And she's the only one who has it. Oh, I see. So and she got it because she couldn't figure out how to beat this poison dragon at the beginning. So she bites it and eats it to death because she's hungry. Oh? And the thing was, because she got, like, she fell asleep in the woods while she was in charge of being stung by a bunch of bees, which kept leveling up her poison resistance, so she was immune to poison. Wait, and what is this uh, anime called again? Uh, Bonafuri. B-O-N-F-U-R-I. Then it's like, uh, I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. Oh, oh my god, that's that's what it's called. It is called I Don't Want to Get Hurt. Yeah, it's all matched up my defense. Oh, I thought that was like a joke you were saying. No, yeah. no, that's the it's name like of the, the anime. actual tagline. Oh my <laughs> god. It is it is it is so good. I enjoy that show so much. I need to get back into watching it. Is it still going? Um I don't know if it's still going. at the very least it's all it's all on Crunchyroll. Oh. Wow, no, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Crunchy <laughs> Whoa. Wow. Get uh, every episode of Dragon Ball Z for two cents. Okay, Dragon Ball Z is not that good of a show. Fight me. Uh, I can't say it's not iconic, though. No, yeah, no, it, no. It, it, it is, it's definitely yeah. iconic and influential, but, like, mm-hmm. it's not, like, God-tier show. Yeah, well, there are many things that are just, like, nostalgic. It's super nostalgic. Like, it's like, um... It's like Chowder. Chowder definitely wasn't oh. a good show. But oh, it's really see, I disagree. Story. I thought it was a ball style show. <laughs> yeah, I, I I remember loving it as a kid, but like recognizing some of the flaws. Wait, like, hold Jimmy on. Jimmy Neutron. Jimmy Neutron, like the animation is horrific, like and everything. But like it's we real nostalgic and I love going back and watching it. Yeah, yeah. We good, Sam? Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, uh, I was just gonna say, Rada. Rada. Oh, Rada. 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 Yeah. Rada. Rada. <laughs> that's the show. I love how they were all named after different types of food. Uh, I, 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 I just want to say that, like, of all of us, Sam, you are definitely a schnitzel. Oh, good to know. <laughs> I'll take that. What's that mean? Uh, Rada. 
the strong silent type uh, hmm. chowder had a weird way of animating like textures if you yes you they did parallax remember. scrolling for all of their textures it was that even when i was young that part kind of i thought was a little weird i kind of mm-hmm. liked it i'll be honest like is this like unique enough like you know yeah for for those who don't know um parallax is like seeing something behind another thing move it, it's like it's what causes depth perception oh yeah god i wish i knew um rada, but... rada, rada. <laughs> but rada um rada 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 okay, yes um so, so like uh the, the characters would move in front of like this in front of a texture so like the texture uh the the image behind the characters would like stay still while they walked across it and so like it, it it's super interesting if you've never seen uh the chowder art style i recommend like looking up a video yeah no it's like very it's very unique and like i always like coming back to it oh something i learned uh recently which i'm really happy about my honestly it might be one of my favorite animates of all time kaon which is a cute anime about like a very adhd high school student who uh finds a love for music so i feel very close to the main character Aww. um <laughs> <laughs> uh uh got voted like best anime of the last decade oh, oh wow. wow wow yeah there's, there's a lot of accomplishment <laughs> okay so I, i'm pulling it back like quite a bit okay yes we, we were talking about food that's how we got here oh no i'm going i'm going a bit forward from oh, that. oh oh man i'm talking about fan theories fan oh, theories oh, oh man be fun I, i've been looking up a few fan theories and I, i'm seeing some cool ones Okay. Um, hit, us, hit us with your knowledge. Specific. I, I specifically looked up like older cartoon fan theories because I know there are a lot of those. One like, is like cra- the Krabby Patties made out of actual crab. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's one. And like, and like Mr. Krabs is some like, but like Mr. Peanut level of like, like capitalist where he's selling his own people for his profit. Now yeah. that's weird. I did not think about it until you said that, but yeah, Mr. Peanut sells. People. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Peanut's yep. like. He's just selling his own people for food for profit. Do you guys remember Baby Nut and Mr. Peanut literally dies? Oh yeah. I love how everyone is like, "Oh my god, that. like this is going to be like the biggest thing. It's going to like deface like Baby Yoda." And then it didn't. Yeah, no. <laughs> I remember we talked about that on an earlier episode if I remember. Yeah, I, I think I remember talking about Baby Nut. Yeah. But God, it's such a weird thing to say. Just, just a callback. Uh, yeah, it sounds a little bit wrong, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go off that. Um, <laughs> new band topic. New band topic, yeah. Uh, new band topic? What is a pretty good ba- band name? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, no. Like Baby Metal. <laughs> oh, okay, quick, I went back table. and started listening to Baby Metal, and I am, like, loving it even more than when I first heard it. Be- maybe because like all of their songs are like a weird mixture of styles and sound like anime openings. <laughs> Quick, around there? the table, if you were to uh, create a uh, name a band right now, what would you call it? James and the uh, backup big boy turnarounds. Sweatshop jerky. Um, uh, uh, big big croc. Big croc. Big no big crocs, and you all big come croc. on wearing oversized <laughs> pairs of crocs. <laughs> That sounds like an improv troop name. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> hey guys, we're big crocs. We need a variable. Oh, <laughs> uh, we should we should rebrand ourselves. We rename the crocs. Big crocs. We're rebranding ourselves. <laughs> um, I, mean, I got a pair. I'll admit, I got I, a pair. I, I don't. I should get a pair. 
The troop name is Big Crocs. The podcast name is Big Socks with Sandals. Uh, cartoon fan theories. Here's here are a few that I found. The Roadrunner owns Acme, which is why all of Wile E. Coyote's plans backfire. He sabotages his own stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, well yeah, he what? sabotages so that it won't kill him. I guess, but that doesn't make any sense. So the apparently, he doesn't want to, to die. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but I mean. So he's sabotaging his own company just so that, well, I guess that he doesn't die. That's a pretty good reason. Or he just made up that complete company because, uh, what, Acme stands that makes for sense. a company that makes everything. Isn't Acme like an actual company, too? I don't think so. Let's see. It, it you know, I never knew that's what that stood for. Yeah, neither did I. I'm just reading it on Reddit right now. <laughs> mm. In one of the later episodes, it's revealed that Acme is a wholly owned subsidiary of Roadrunner Corporation. Oh, man. Yeah. So, suggesting that either the Roadrunner owns the Acme Wait, wait, hold, wait. Hmm. Wait, hold up. Does that mean, if it's a corporation, does that mean the Roadrunner run, like, owns other businesses? And if so, what are the other businesses? Maybe he owns, like, a bait and tackle shop somewhere. He's got, like, a fast food chain. Okay, I kind of like the idea of a fast food chain. I like yeah. that. Uh, literally <laughs> fast food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, suggesting that either the Roadrunner owns the Acme Corporation and builds the products to backfire on his enemies, or the Roadrunner controls the nature of the products that backfire on Coyote. Huh. Maybe they're all just like prank items and. Uh, the coyote's just stupid and doesn't know. <laughs> he just doesn't know, yeah. Oh, uh, there, there are a lot of sad ones, which I just don't want to repeat. Yeah, there's a lot of ones that are like, this takes place in purgatory. Well, I think there's an Ed, Ed, and Eddie theory about that, because, like, they're yeah. constantly, like, like in the end, like there's, like, there's always, like, constantly like, trying to, like, prove that they're, like, actually, like, good people. Huh. Um, And, like, they like they never leave the cul-de-sac, except for the movie that ends the show. Um, <clears throat> and that's but, them, like, that's them going to heaven! No, no, no. That's oh. like, <clears throat> it's like, it's like that symbolizes like them, like because like at that point, like, um, uh, was it short, short, loud Ed? Mm-hmm. He basically like confronts his brother, um, like like the basically all the other people like they they do something. It's never really explained, but he gets all the kids in the neighborhood just chasing them, and they keep and all the Eds keep running, and eventually they get to like where like uh boss Ed's brother is, um, and like boss Ed's brother just starts like verbally like harassing him. And all the kids see this, and they all start to, like, kind of realize, like, oh, like, he's not just, like, like an a-hole because he is, like, this is what he had to deal with growing up. And then they all kind of, like, step up for him and, like, stand behind him. That's sad, but also, like, heartwarming a little. Yeah, Yeah, it's, like, it's really good. It's, like, in a show with, like, very little character development, it's, like, not much character development, but it's really powerful because the rest of the show makes it all the way through there without really any character development. Aww. It's a really, it's one of my favorite endings to any series ever. It's like, normally I hate when series end because they end, but like, I'm kind of happy the way they ended that one. Hmm. Interesting. Here's one that the Smurfs is communist propaganda. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I heard that one in name only. I, I didn't. Um, I've never heard just, of it. Can you just take for a moment the fact that uh, Smurfs don't biologically have female Smurfs in their society? Yeah. Cause like, cause, cause Smurf, Smurfette was created by uh, wasn't his name like Gargamel, Gargamel or something? Yeah, 
Like, she was created. How do Smurfs reproduce? Are they, like, toads? Or we just, like, are they... I wouldn't be surprised if they, like, grow from mushrooms, yeah. Yeah, that's another question. Toads. Do toads just, like, release spores and just create more toads? Uh, I don't know if I want to think about that one. We've talked so much about Mario Toads. toads (laughs) Um, Here's the theory. From uh, Kruger's Nightmare on Reddit. Um, Thanks thanks to you slash Kruger's Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, Kruger slash Kruger's Nightmare. Um, (laughs) Kruger's Nightmare. (laughs) Kruger's Nightmare. Uh, uh, Smurf stands for... Socialist men under red father. Uh, it's communist oh. propaganda evidence. They are a perfectly socialist society with no currency, equality, brotherhood, and unity. Uh, and their biggest enemy is a greedy man who wants to turn them into gold. And Papa Smurfs looks like Karl Marx. <laughs> that I, I one's love, undeniable. I, I, love, I love how yeah. there's just like also like also he looks like Karl Marx. Yeah. <laughs> it says that's the most important part. Uh, but <laughs> we have the bushy communist beard. At least Papa Smurf did. I don't quite look at pictures of Karl Marx all that often. Karl Marx had a beard. Yeah, he yeah. did. He did have a nice bushy beard. Let's see. J.K. Rowling created the seven Harry Potter books, Harry Potter books as horcruxes. She killed off. Spoiler for Harry Potter's. She killed it's, off. It's Harry Potter. If you haven't yeah. read it by this point, you can like skip a little bit forward if you really care. If not, I, I highly doubt anyone does. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. Uh, she killed off Lupin, Tonks, Dobby, Snape, Fred, Colin Creevy, and Dumbledore to make them. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just I just think she's just a bad writer, but okay, that could just be me. Yeah, Do you not they're... like the Harry Potter books, Ethan? No, it's it's I mean like I was reading them, and also if you're kind of skip forward and find where it is, hey, we we skip past the, the spoilers. Um, I <laughs> was reading them when I was a child, and I got to the four, beginning of the fourth book, and like it is like the the way the writing sounded just changed. Like it didn't sound like I was reading a book anymore. It definitely felt like I was almost like reading somewhat of a script for a movie. Like I'm not sure exactly when like huh. movies came out, whatever compared to like the books stuff like that. But like it definitely if there there's like definitely a weird difference in the writing i i i i wasn't the biggest fan of it they uh it just like was it was weird and then i got like really bored of it like real quickly then i picked up the uh, del toro quest series which going i went back and read it it's nothing fancy it's just like a really generic uh like fantasy yeah it's like it's like it's very traditional stuff like that but like it's just well written it's just like a it's 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 nothing fancy but it does what it does really well <laughs> and i love it and i read all of them would you say that it's the buttered toast of books um no mm-hmm. well okay maybe it's like buttered toast but it's not like using like really nice butter it's not like it's not like it's using like caragold it's like it's like it's like lando lakes buttered toast it's still really good but like it's nothing like to like lose your mind over kind of thing. Okay, so this one says Peter Pan kills the kids when they get older, and the pirates <laughs> are actually kids that escaped. But like, for those who don't know, that's actually in the original book. That's yeah, that's that's oh, not really a oh, fan yeah. theory. That that is just how it works. Yeah, that's like not a fan I was theory. Say, when you said when you yeah. said like fan theory, I thought you were meaning like um, I know there's like a f- there's like the fan theory of it, like of like if uh, Neverland is purgatory. Oh, we're back to the purgatory again. Ooh, 
Purgatory like, is a big uh, one for fan theories. Yeah, it's everything in fan theories. Main, mainly um, because like it's everyone's dealing with like their own like with like problems and like trying to develop like the things like and trying to better themselves, but like also at the same time like uh like stuck there like nothing really changes in the long run. And that's kind of the biggest thing is that people are like it's purgatory because like nothing ever changes. They're just stuck there forever until they like like fix their problems or whatever. I, I'm assuming we've all heard the the Jar Jar fan theory, right? Oh, that, Jar, that that's Jar, a fan Jar. theory. That, oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Jar Jar is is the ultimate Sith. Sam, do, do do you know the fan theory? Would you like to explain it? Uh, yeah. So, um, first of all, George Lucas did once say that Jar Jar is the key to all of this. Um. Ooh. I mean, so I mean, whether he's Sith or not, whether you believe the fan theory or not, technically he is. He may be. <laughs> he's the only Look character that's like involved in every aspect of it. I know R two D two is involved everywhere. Oh, R two D two is a Sith mastermind. I, can you explain it real quick? Sam? Yeah. Sorry. So the story of Darth Jar Jar is that um, so George Lucas has uh, said many times before that one of the goals he made when making the prequels is he said the whole, uh, it's like poetry, it rhymes. So he likes to mirror things that happen uh, in the original trilogy in the prequels. So like, I think Anakin might be like the same age as Luke in uh, like the last movie, something like that. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that George Lucas um, did in the prequels that is kind of absent is uh, the Yoda-like character which is a character who's very, um, like, seems very insignificant, kind of goofy, but ends up being wicked powerful and something you didn't expect. People are saying that was Jar Jar. Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be all goofy in the first movie and then be revealed in, like, some other movie that, oh, he's part of the Sith plan. Um, apparently, he's also uh, potentially... Some people think he's doing, like, a Jedi mind trick in some... Uh, scenes we see him in uh, a battle against a bunch of battle droids he's able to weirdly fight a lot of them at one time but doing it in like a goofy way some people say it's related to a martial arts called drunken fist which is based off of looking like an absolute stupid head while fighting like you can't getting your enemy to underestimate you kind of thing yes and also that jar jar binks is um sort of responsible for getting Palpatine elected as uh as like the supreme power of the chancellor. Hmm. So they you know, think that it, it's been so long since I've seen like any of the Star Wars movies that I just I, I need to rewatch them all. I watched the original trilogy while I was sick not that long ago. I had a horrible fever and um needed to mm -hmm. just kind of like lay down relax. Well, is that is that when we talked about the um the um what is it the 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 hammer or whatever uh like watching of it of the series of, like, oh the the, the machete uh, order machete order that's oh yeah 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 oh okay i need to watch it that way i know i just got all of i i both just got all of the star wars movies digitally so now i have them digitally on dvd and vhs uh so. somebody Somebody made uh, a fan edit of um, uh, Revenge of the Sith, which uh, is a mashup of Revenge of the Sith and the last season of The Clone Wars, which if you don't know, The Clone Wars takes place during Revenge of the Sith. 
Really? And yeah, and it's a mashup of um, it's supposed to happen like simultaneously. So it will be like whatever this thing happens, uh, and then it cuts to something that happens in the Clone Wars, and mm -hmm. uh, it's only uploaded on Pornhub. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> the I'm only place that. you can hold find up. it. Hold up, hold up. Yeah, it's called. <laughs> God, what was it called? Re just look at Revenge of the Sith Clone Wars on Pornhub. You'll probably um, find it. Let's yeah. not have our viewers go there. Okay, okay. Don't if, do if that. If you are above the age of 18. Yes. I was specifically asking Ethan King to do that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Only me. I shall report on it later. Okay. Yes, for science. Um, guys, here, here, okay, here's a fun question. Which Clone Wars do you think is better? The 2D animated one or the 3D animated one? God, I loved the 2D animated one so much when I was a kid. Um... I can say one thing it, uh, without a doubt, did better. That's General Grievous. Oh, yeah. No, General Grievous like legitimately like a threat. <laughs> he was. And they had like that uh, um, terrifying like score that went with him. It was so yeah. cool. I um, think in total, though, probably the 3D one, at least yeah. as time went on. Okay. See, I, I prefer, like, if I had to rewatch all of it, <clears throat> I'd definitely rewatch the 2D one. One, because it's just shorter. Um, way shorter, <laughs> and like two because like it just like I just like like the, the um, I just like the feel of it more. Mm -hmm. It's for more stylistic, mm -hmm. but like if um, but I do like massively respect everything they've done with like the uh, the newer Clone Wars, especially with the fact that they are bringing back the Yuzang Vong, which is like my number one thing that when they like trashed old canon, I was really mad about. What is it? So using Vong, um, they're from the extended, expanded universe, and basically, it's like uh, if you're looking at a timeline, it is the most recent thing to happen in the Star Wars universe. Oh wow! Um, basically, uh, using Vong are from another um, galaxy. Mm -hmm. They have no attachment to the Force. Um, like the Force cannot hurt them. Oh, they're oh. that detached from the Force, and they come from a um, a galaxy where the three main like races were the using Vong. And two different like sentient robot races, and the Yuzang Vong, like in the over the course of like them like, all fighting, because the Yuzang Vong hate technology. Everything they have, all their starships are actually living things. Wow, mm. um, like they legitimately grow new starships. Um, but they destroy their own galaxy, like literally destroy it in the process of fighting. Oh wow! So they um make a long trip back to um. <clears throat> They make a long trip to the Star Wars galaxy. Mm -hmm. um, for context in the books, was it? Um, <clears throat> I can't remember who first one counted. Um, like the, the, the whole idea in the extended universe is that, like the 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 Death Star and all these like massive super weapons that like the Empire is building isn't for destroying planets. The Empire, it's for Ooh. fighting off the Yuuzhang Vong because Thrawn comes oh. in and he knows about the Yuuzhang Vong. They know it's coming. Yeah, because uh, Thrawn's people are on like the very outskirts of the galaxy, and so they like they know someone's up and something's coming. So they so the Emperor is developing all these super weapons to defend the galaxy against the Yuuzhang Vong, and when they come, um, basically everyone in the galaxy, like the the remnants of the Empire, like the New Republic, like like every everybody has to band together in order to fight. Using Vong and, and like hold them off. So I'm looking at pictures of these guys. They're kind of like 
orcish like raider types. Yeah, they're kind of like an orcish predator, kind of, but with everything living. Huh. That's really cool. I would. Uh, did they end up ever like continuing this story? Um, they didn't in the books. But I haven't watched the new series of the Clone Wars. I don't have Disney Plus. I know in season seven they were planning to hint at it by showing a coral skipper, which is kind of like the using Vong scout ship. Mm-hmm. Like I so said, like like have someone run a, come across it. I don't know if that's true, if they did that or not. But I hope they do because the using Vong are like one of my. They're such a cool, unique kind of threat because they're mm-hmm. just the force just does not affect them. Like you can't see them with a the force. They're that detached from the force. Like you can't Damn, sense really them. Cool. You can't hurt them with it. Um. Yeah, and it's just like it's so it's such a cool idea, and I just love it. And this is like years after, like um, like Luke. This Skywalker is like this is like happened, um, right? yeah, like hundred years. Like this is like this is like uh, Luke Skywalker's like grandson or great grandson fighting these okay. things. Hmm. Uh, I, I can check. Interesting. Uh, it- there's so much to the Star Wars universe. Like, the extended universe is... Or, I guess, Legends, so if you want to say it now. Yeah, Legends. No, it's 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 in my it's still canon in my head, because it's so well thought out. Like, <laughs> so well done. I feel like there's nothing wrong with calling it canon now if it takes place so far in the future that it doesn't affect the movies. Um, like, I mean, yeah, but, like, if... Like, my thing is, like, if they do do it, if they have officially disbanded, like, things from, like, the... Say the EU wasn't real... Um, then, like, it's a matter of, like, okay, then you have, um, uh, I'm sorry, blank for saying, I mean, if it was real, then, like, you reintroduce them, or are you going to yeah, follow I know the they books, did that. or are you going to do something new with it? They should bring it back. I know they did that with, like, uh, Darth Revan, like, he's technically canon again, uh, but in name yeah. only, at least. Yeah. Um. But they wanted to bring him and Darth Bane uh, into the Clone Wars by having him as like uh, having them show up as visions of you like were merely adopted by the Force. I was born into it, <laughs> raised by it. Sorry, Darth Bane. <laughs> uh. But that never ended up happening. Oh, yeah, yo, if if anybody if anybody from like oh, I guess technically technically what is it? They give all the game rights to EA. Oh, EA! If anyone from EA is listening or anything, and like, <laughs> and you you have some type of power to do something, please make a good uh a, a new new Kotor game, Knights of the Old Republic game, and make it really <laughs> yeah. good. Oh man! Did or you at least, play like, Jedi or at least like, Order? Or at least like remaster remaster the original two. I've heard a lot about Fallen Order. It's I've really heard. good. I have not played Fallen Order. Mm-hmm. Super it's good. On like, sale right now on the Steam ooh. sale. You would not expect an EA Star Wars game to be good, but, like, they really did. Um, yeah. It honestly plays like Dark Souls. Not nearly yeah. as hard as Dark Souls. But yeah. it's so weird, but I think it works so well. I love it. Yeah. Also, um, if anybody want, if anybody at EA wants to bring back the old, like, Coruscant Underground game that, like, was kind of, like, hinted at a long time ago, please do. Was that the one that was supposed to have Maul? Because they wanted to have a Maul game. I don't, I don't remember. Uh, so basically the whole idea with the course on underground is that like everything is like really nice and pretty up on top, you know, like a <laughs> Coruscant. But Coruscant is a, is a city with like thousands and thousands of layers. 
Um, and the farther you go down, the worse it gets. And it gets to a certain point where there's like human kinds have just kind of devolved into this weird, like zombie ghoul thing. Because like there's like no light, type? there's like no contact there. They have to scavenge and fight each other, like and eat each other for food. Um, and uh, I, if I remember the game would put you in the place of a Coruscant uh, police guard who are kind of like real corrupt and basically are allowed to do whatever they want in order to keep like whatever whatever keeps the top levels really nice, they're allowed to do. And you're they're basically given full anonymity. They wear full mask and like their voices are distorted. Things like that. Um and it's just like it's like re- it'd be really interesting just to go through and explore all like, the levels of the Coruscant Underground. I think they they um started to play with that a little bit in the new Clone Wars series. I didn't watch it. Or the new Clone yeah. Wars season. Um, where they talked about going lower into Coruscant, but they, I really don't think they went as deep yeah, as the no, game I mean, there was. There was the episodes where, like, Ahsoka, when she was, like, accused of, like, murder or whatever, uh, where yeah. they did go into the underground for a bit. Oh. Not, like, super deep into the underground, but, like, they went down a bit. To, like, the sketchier places. To, like, Out of the high of, roller area. Yeah. Hmm. That's... Oh, you want to hear a cool uh, uh, Star Wars fact related to the uh, new movies? Sure. Um, Ethan, you, you're probably more likely to know this. Uh, do you know the planet Ilum? Ilum, yeah. Yeah, that's in the in Legends, I think maybe in canon too, where the bulk of lightsaber crystals can be found. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's oh. it's in it's in Clone Wars, so it is canon. Okay. Ilum. Oh, that's cool. This was confer- this was a fan theory that was confirmed in Jedi Fallen Order. Ilum is the planet that was turned into Starkiller Base in the sequels. Ooh. Yep. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, you go to Ilum in the game, and if you come back after, um, like, like after the main quest line ends, you come back, and it's changed, and it's got, like, a giant, like, trench carved out into it. Oh, that's that, would, that, would, cool. that would explain how, like, the whole, like, the power thing and everything. Yeah, it's got power. It's snowy. Boom. Ilum. <laughs> One of my favorite, like, I don't know why it's so interesting to me, but one of my favorite um, things in the Star Wars universe is like the the black lightsabers. I think they look uh, so oh, uh, cool. The uh, the dark saber. Yeah, the, yeah. The only one. The only Mandalorian Jedi in existence. Yes. Yeah. How do I? I just the look of it, and the thought of like a black light is well. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, part of part of it's just the fact <laughs> that like, just like it is so uniquely different. Yeah, because it's, it's the only one of its existence, and it's like, and can it? It's like the only lightsaber that really has like weight to it as well. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. got a bladed shape too. It's not just like a beam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really, and it's ancient. It's it's a very very old yeah. sword or lightsaber. And it's um, kind of like it also has a kind of fun of like heist movie stuff in it too because like the um was it like the Jedi kind of like kept it in a um secured area and then the Mandalorians like during like uh things like during the Mandalorian wars uh <laughs> took it back like they they literally invaded and like took back the sword that's cool oh, though wow. uh yeah. in the original in the um in the Kotor games there was a war between Mandalore and uh, the Jedi right. Um, yes, and that was because, um, the, uh, Mandalorians were being, uh, manipulated by, um, the, um, by the Sith. 
in oh, given okay. set designs, which is like one of the game you'll see like, oh, it's a Mandalorian ship, or whatever. But like, like so, a fun thing in especially expanded universe, uh, you can especially tell when if like a ship is like a Sith design or not, because the Sith really like their wedge-shaped ships. <laughs> and um, they have even in and TV like and like in 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 uh in Kotor they uh the Mandalorians have that um and you also things like the Sith uh. I forget what it's called, uh, but like a a wet ship ship, and uh, the majority of the uh, Sith ships are interdictor class. Uh, anyway, I could I could rant about. Sorry, <laughs> um, Do you guys know that uh, Boba Fett's technically not a Mandalorian? Yeah, he's not. I think that's stupid. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, here's the thing though. Um, is is I forget if Jango Fett is canonically a Mandalorian. So no, Django Fett, according okay. to Clone Wars, he isn't. Okay. He's just some guy that um that used Mandalorian armor. Uh-oh. I think that's dumb because well, yes, they never said that he's Mandalorian. He's also the most well known character to wear that armor and has been yeah, kind of well, associated with them. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. true. Um in in expanded universe. <laughs> um no, but um in, in the in the uh, old EU uh, it was basically like they went to it like in a deep dive of like of of uh, Mandalorian culture, and the thing is that like um, uh, excuse me, that um, like man, it, like Mandalorian aren't a people as much as like they they started off being just a people, but they eventually became just like a culture. And like yeah. anybody who's like become part of that culture is a Mandalorian. I think that's the case with the main character of the Disney show. Of the Mandalorian. Um I believe he's not Mandalorian by race. Really? So I guess that aspect has been brought into canon. I haven't yeah. seen the new Disney show, but I am getting Disney Plus um for next month. Hey, uh, uh we, we we need a Yeah, we should we should have a, a Mandalorian watch party. Watch party. <laughs> Um. Yeah, something completely different, but I th- but Hamilton's coming out on Disney Plus next month, so of course oh, I need to watch we, that. We we get it. It's all for, it's all for your Broadway. Hey, leave me alone. <laughs> How are they doing that? By the way, is it just like a recording of the stage? Yeah, of like the New original York? cast. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I think my favorite fact about uh, Hamilton is that like. Nobody likes playing King George because, like, the yeah. they had to wear so much on stage with all the lights and everything, and moving around and singing that basically every single time they went on stage, the actors for King George nearly passed out. Oh no! Um, one time in I think it was kindergarten, uh, we were doing like one of the the like the kindergarten musicals that like all the kids had to do, um, and my brother was playing Santa in one of the Christmas ones. Oh, right. man. It was like third or fourth grade. And they had him in so much. It was a really hot uh, winter. Uh, and they had him in s- such like a large outfit. Gosh. Packed out. Like, on no. Yeah. Oh, man. No, my older brother did. And it was <laughs> – shout out to oh, no. um, Marcus – Shout out both my brothers in this one. <laughs> um, I remember where okay, elementary school like theater productions are a time, yeah, because they're all run by like parents who don't actually know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah. like I had, I had a time where I was, I was rocking crew for Aladdin Jr. I know. Real no big. Way. Oh, the and one like. Re- re- wait, which, which one? Aladdin Jr. No, I mean what year? Oh, I was in sixth grade. Okay. Okay. Um, And there were so many oh, people in the crew brother. that like everybody in the crew basically like you get like one scene transition. You get a little group of people and you do one scene transition. Like it's fine. Whatever. It It's like elementary school. I don't care. But here's the thing. The like, uh, like we were told every single time, like in rehearsal or anything. F- first off, the crew basically never did anything in rehearsal, and like we were basically were never actually required to be there, <sighs> which is a kind of a problem. But it's elementary school, whatever. Uh, the problem mainly being that um, <laughs> they told us before the show, uh, my group's uh, transition is going to be is going to be a blackout. You go put your stuff out, and then like. That's it. And then without telling us, they like, no, 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 it's not like it. it was a like, curtain close. Because mm-hmm. we were charged of like getting everything set up for like the cave scene when he goes to the cave. Yeah. yeah. Um, cave we were told it's going to be curtain close. <laughs> you guys head out. And we're all standing there waiting. And then it goes bla- blackout. We're waiting. And then the lights just come back on. We're like, what the f- uh, what? <laughs> um, and like, so like the like the, 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 the parent who was there was like supposed to help us out with the transitions went, um, and it's like grabbed like the stand with the lamp on it and just kind of stuck it out through the curtain and went, that's all we're good for tonight. We're good for tonight. <laughs> and then like like so obviously like like kids aren't stupid. We know we weren't told something we were supposed to be told, and we got kind of angry. So we were talking to like the person driver, like, what what's wrong? Like it was supposed to be like a curtain close with black. Like, no, we never said it was a curtain close. And everyone's like, No, you told us it was a curtain close. Uh, I remember that was always like the most annoying thing as a kid when like adults would be like, No, we told you something else. You're just a kid, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, and it's like kids are a lot smarter than you give them credit for. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's uh that's where a lot of uh improv comes from is channeling stuff from when you're a child. Yeah. Cause like when you're a kid you'd always just like make up songs and stuff. Yeah. And improv yeah. trying to do that again. So sorry, yeah. side tangent, side tangent. Um <laughs> about the, the We're not saying them. that improv is the purest form of comedy, but, but... um okay so i'm gonna we're reaching i think we're already past the end of the episode but oh yeah um, i i want to close this out on one last fan theory which ties into a bit of a a special announcement oh yeah podcast um last fan theory is uh in avatar the last airbender Iroh's love for making tea represents his belief in the idea of the four elements working together to make a better world. I don't think it's a fan theory. Like that seems like pretty confirmable. I heard that before, and I agree. (laughs) Yeah, Iroh Iroh's the best character, and you can't change my mind. Like there, there are like things that like Iroh said to Zuko. That's like, like here's some advice that I still hold true to this day. Dude, leaves from a vine, like that's here. I I watched it, or, or I watched that clip the other day when when you know when like he he's singing it during I think it's yeah yeah, um and I I, I cried uh, I'll say it I'll, I cried <laughs> just like seeing the clip out of context it was like so it's so emotional 
Yeah. Uh, Iroh's the best character by far. Character. And then he gets shredded at the end. <laughs> yes, I, I haven't watched the show since I was a kid, but I remembered when Iroh got swole. Yeah. No, <laughs> he just gets shredded and like destroys. He, it's like it's like it's like he does. He just like he just, he just doesn't say anything. He doesn't want to fight. And someone's like, "Yo, I'm not giving you a choice." He's like, "Okay, come at me, scrub lord. I'm ripped." <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good show. If you guys haven't watched it, but on that note, I think this is gonna bring us to the quick little announcement that we're gonna make. Um, for those listening right right now. Uh, next weekend, which will be, um, uh, the weekend of the 4th and 5th, but specifically on that Sunday, July 5th, um, we are doing a troop read-through of a few episodes of Avatar. I almost said Smallville, I don't know why, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, Smallville, that's what we're yeah. doing. We're doing accidentally, accidentally telling us his secret plan to get us yeah. all to start liking DC superheroes more. <laughs> little did I know. Little do you guys know I'm sending you guys the script to Smallville, but like all the character names are changed. But, <laughs> um, and well, your weakness is kryptonite. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold up. Uh, yeah, no. So we're reading a, uh, we're doing a, a troop read through of Avatar, uh, The Last Airbender. And we're we're gonna be cast as the different characters. We're gonna have go all out. Might even have like a few costumes if we're able to throw stuff together. We'll see, but it'll be a fun time. Um, but so be on the lookout for that. It'll be on July fifth. Not too sure of the time right now, but it'll involve all of us, and I think it'd be wow. fun. Great, wow. fun, fun, fun. It's gonna be a good time. After that, do you guys have any other closing arguments? Um, just be nice to each other, you know. <laughs> be nice, like well, be, be nice be to each other. To each don't, other. don't just like when someone's looking down. Like, try to help them up. Like, and and try to help people feel accomplished. That's not something we help people feel enough of nowadays. Like, people are always chasing accomplishment and like. It's very hard to get it because like people don't be like don't be like, hey, you did an amazing job and like being like kind of like overly like nice to people and like giving them that sense of a truly big sense of accomplishment. But like it's nice and it's something we all kind of miss a lot of, especially probably now when we're not able to really do much with people. Ethan, Sam and Alex, if you can hear us from wherever you are at, you guys are, have accomplished a lot. Oh. You guys, there are accomplishments out there that you all do. We're getting deep in this last few minutes, yeah. but oh, great! Also, make make people feel necessary. Mm-hmm. And that, wash that's your my, hands. That's my other one. Wash, yeah, wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> Wear a mask. <laughs> Eat your teeth and brush your vitamins. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Um, I'm not sure which one is the weirder one there. <laughs> Probably eat your teeth. I think uh, brush your vitamins because at least at least if you eat teeth, it's like a source of calcium. But like you gotta keep your you brush your vitamins. What does that accomplish? <laughs> um, I don't know, Mr. Flintstone. Uh, what's his name? Fred, Fred. Flintstone. Yeah, <laughs> his, his, his gummy vitamins. Yeah, he needs to be clean sometimes. So just make sure he's brushed before you inhale. Um, 
He's, but, been, he's been working at that dino mine a lot, you know? <laughs> exactly. Uh, they have, like, pterodactyl bats. I don't know. Flintstone lore. Uh, goes Yo, can we, can we do an episode on Flintstone, Flintstone fan theories? <laughs> yes. The so Flintstones you- actually take, part, take place in a post-apocalyptic uh, Earth. Yep, of course. After the Jetsons destroys it. Yeah, that that's like actually the Hanna Barbera expanded universe. The Hanna Barbera expanded universe. All that and more next time on this will take an hour. All right. Well, on that note, Ethan does all of our music. I can hear it now. Dylan does our editing, and Sam here. Sam is just here. I'm not sure what Alex. Alex, yeah, we kind of get thrown off. We don't have Alex here. Yeah, no, but it'll be fine. I think he'll, he'll be back eventually. Yeah, we'll, we'll just text him. He'll probably be back next episode. I think he'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Okay, but thank you all so much for listening. And we, whoa, you guys hear that? We will. Uh, wait, what? What's what? No, I think whoa, I hear it too. No. What is that? Hello? Oh, you know what? I do hear it now. Hello? Yeah. Hey? Hello. Oh. Oh. Guys, again, spooked. Oh. <gasps> Alex? Is that you, man? Oh, hey guys, what's up? Dude, where have you been?